We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Alan Zaslowski of Rotowire.com. You can follow me at Alan Zaslowski and also follow Rotowire on all social media at Rotowire. Today, we're going to talk about the five guiding principles to winning your dynasty league. There's a lot of really good dynasty advice out there uh, on podcasts, on radio shows, and there's a lot of bad dynasty advice out there too to encouraging people to make suboptimal moves. There's five guiding principles that really apply to all dynasty leagues, whether it's a startup, whether it's an existing league. And we're going to just go through those briefly today. And then you could take what you want from this and apply it to your league. And of course, just like I had said, with any other dynasty advice you get, spit out the parts that you don't think are applied to you. First guiding principle is the dynasty window. And what I mean by that is dynasty players often fall into a trap of thinking too long-term. Dynasty fantasy football's best thought of in two to three year windows in my judgment rather than the four to five year time frame in which you hear a lot of dynasty players talking about. We should mostly avoid projecting players beyond the upcoming season and maybe the one after that. Considering the NFL's volatility week to week and season to season, it is a bad bet to project more than a handful of seasons in general. There are players we feel better about long-term, like Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, but those are the precious few and represent the exception rather than the rule. Secondly, understanding player liquidity. The difference between redraft and dynasty is the ability to keep your roster liquid. Make sure you understand you have different actual value versus market value on your roster. For example, entering the 2023 season, Devontae Adams is likely to have elite actual value. However, the dynasty market may label him as an aging player, not worth equal value in trades. Of course, metaphorically speaking, why do you care about the price of your house on the open market if you're just going to live in it? Meaning, if you're going to start Adams every week and ride out his fantasy lifespan, it doesn't matter what the market will trade you for Devontae Adams. You'll just benefit from his production while continuing to acquire rookies who eventually will replace Adams in your lineup. On the flip side, there's an obvious opportunity cost in taking on such an asset like Devontae Adams in a startup draft. You're often choosing between younger players who will be less productive. There's a risk there. There's a fine line that must be navigated when managing your overall portfolio of 
your dynasty roster. Third guiding principle is positional production value. All production is not treated the same in dynasty. Positional differences matter in redraft and certainly in the dynasty fantasy football game. A guiding principle is that elite young wide receivers in PPR formats where you usually need to start three or more are the most coveted. While this is true, not every year is 2014 or 2020 when rookie wide receivers produce right away. Even in 2022, we had a lot of nice producers like Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave that are going really high in startup drafts. Rookie and second-year wideouts do not always break out immediately, though we'll always value these young wide receivers that are true difference makers. We often should let our competitors take on that early career risk as wide receivers gain seasoning and understanding of concepts. We can come in and make offers for those players in year two. Right now, Drake London, Traylon Burks, those type of players are gettable, whereas last year, forget it. You would not be able to get them. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, you basically have to give something of serious value to get those players. If you don't want to spend that kind of draft capital in a startup, you could take on other positions early, even some of the elite young running backs, and understand if you can identify some of those breakouts that we just talked about in their second year, they are gettable and obviously at a discount. Running backs historically don't need as much of a ramp up time. Therefore, it makes sense to churn through young running backs while keeping a focus on acquiring the most coveted young wide receivers from the prior season or two post-hype value. A growing number of dynasty leagues are playing with tight end premiums where you give a point and a half PPR to the tight ends or more or sometimes starting two tight ends is a requirement of a lot of new dynasty leagues. This boosts the position up the board especially with elite producers more than it would in a traditional format. For example, if a tight end is projected for 60 receptions and say 750 yards and five touchdowns, it equates to an additional 30 fantasy points. 30 fantasy points are equivalent to five touchdowns extra versus a traditional PPR scoring for tight ends. Now your tight end projection can be thought of 60 catches, 750 yards with 10 touchdowns when valuing it through the lens of a traditional format. So while your league mates are attacking the wide receiver position in early startups, it's okay to pivot off to tight ends, especially in premium formats and running backs. And then if you're playing in a super flex league, quarterbacks are obviously going to be highly coveted as well. The fourth guiding principle is contract insulation. If we predict how players will be valued longer than the upcoming season, we need to understand their contract situation. Furthermore, we need to know the contract status of their quarterback. The fantasy points go as the offense goes, and the offense goes usually as the QB goes. Many times we see splashy headlines that a player signed a four-year deal worth some massive amount of money. It is important to research the guarantees of that contract, which are often no more than a season or two. NFL teams have options to get out of contracts after a couple of seasons with no penalty whatsoever. When we understand how long a player is insulated by his contract status and how long the associated pieces of that offense are as well, it is helpful data point to our dynasty rankings. Most veteran running backs are on one-year contracts, even if they get some splashy two-year or three- or four-year deal. It's important to look at their contract status to understand how long they're going to be insulated as a fantasy commodity.
Before we continue, I just want to tell you quickly about Reality Sports Online. By now, you may have heard of Reality Sports, the powerful fantasy football platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? It's time to see what all the buzz is about in the Dynasty community. Free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie contract, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first-round rookie options, automated contract and salary cap functionality, and much more. This sounds complicated. It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is that it doesn't take any more time than the standard league. It just requires more strategy. Think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your mettle. Still not sure? You can test out our general manager skills for free in a mock-free agency auction. If you like what you see, use the promo code ROTOWIRE, R-O-T-O-W-I-R-E. That's promo code ROTOWIRE, and receive a 10% discount on your team or league today. Fantasy just got real at realitysportsonline.com. I want to take a minute to talk to you about fan tracks. For you fantasy football players out there, is there something you wish your fantasy league had? or feature that you're missing in your current league, bonus scoring, custom schedules and playoffs, deeper team settings. Well, look no further because we have you covered with our friends at Fantrax. Fantrax is the most customizable fantasy platform in the industry, offering the greatest fantasy experience for your dynasty, keeper, redraft, and best ball leagues. Create or join a fantasy football commissioner league, invite your friends, and dominate your fantasy draft this season. Fantrax is the top dynasty fantasy football platform in the industry. If you're coming in from another platform, not a problem. Fantrax can easily import any of your current leagues and rosters and customize it if needed. Ever have a trade go wrong or make a mistake in dropping a player? Fantrax commissioner tools allow you to undo any move with one simple click. If there's anything lacking in your current fantasy league manager, Fantrax likely has it. Fantrax is running a special promotion. Sign up for free at Fantrax.com slash rotowire, R-O-T-O-W-I-R-E. That's Fantrax.com slash rotowire today to enter in your chance to win tickets to any regular season NFL game for you and your entire league. Plus, $6,000 in spending cash. That's right. Tickets for your entire league. Simply create a new league or bring over an existing league for more chances to win. Fantrax.com slash rotowire. Fantrax, the home of fantasy sports. The fifth guiding principle is NFL calendar value changes. Dynasty rankings can change significantly depending on the time of year you're using the rankings to draft. For example, running backs who hold top 50 value in March can take a massive hit in May when the real NFL draft happens if their team selects a running back with significant draft capital. Rotowire is going to provide updates on player value changes, but it is important to understand the NFL calendar and how that can change your dynasty rankings. Another example of this is veteran running backs. They're not going to be coveted in startup drafts in the spring and summer, but if you get a player in season that's producing, that player can garner value. So be careful trading aging veterans offseason. You want to trade those players in season and respecting the dynasty calendar value changes. An example in the wide receiver position would be someone like Keenan Allen, who is age 31, is projected to still be a hyper producer in the Chargers offense. But if you try to trade him away 
in the spring and summertime, you're most likely not going to get a high draft pick or a rookie pick or something in return. But when Keenan Allen has two or three good weeks in a row in season, you should be able to get something of higher value. So understanding the value changes of the dynasty counter and the NFL counter is critical principle to winning your dynasty league. So to review, the five guiding principles to winning your dynasty league are the dynasty window, understanding we're playing more of a short-term game than your league mates want to admit. Number two, understanding player liquidity, knowing that players that produce high levels of fantasy production may not be worth their same value in trade. So that's where trade calculators can be a little bit tricky. We use the example of Devontae Adams, an aging player who is projected to have elite fantasy production, but his trade value in Dynasty is going to be lower because of his age. Number three, positional production value understanding where the value pockets are. Young elite wide receivers that have proven it for multiple years are going to have the highest value. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb. The value pockets are in the second year wide receivers who haven't had the full breakout yet. Heading into 2023, Drake London, uh, Traylon Burks, even somewhere down the list is Sky Moore, Wandell Robinson. Those players have very little dynasty value right now. Those are the places where you want to see if you can get them as throw-ins or part of a bigger deal. The fourth guiding principle is contract insulation, understanding how long a player is insulated with their value. Rookie quarterbacks have a lot of insulation. Right now, heading into 2023, there's no one more insulated than the top three quarterbacks that were taken in the real NFL draft. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, those guys have high contract insulation. Veteran running backs that are on year-to-year deals have low contract insulation. An example of that might be Tony Pollard of the Dallas Cowboys, who is projected to be a free agent next year. We don't know where he's going to end up, but for this season, he's going to be a hyper-producer. And lastly, the fifth guiding principle is NFL calendar value changes. Understanding when to value players and when to trade them during the year. We use the example of Keenan Allen. His value in March, April, May is not going to be the same as it is in season in October, November when he's producing. Use these five guiding principles to help gain an edge in your dynasty league. If you have any questions about any of the principles we talked about today, you can DM me. My DMs are always open on Twitter at Alan Sislowski. For those thinking about getting in another Dynasty Fantasy Football startup draft for the 2023 season, let's talk a little draft strategy. If you've ever been in a Dynasty startup, you have likely noticed the frenzy for rostering young, unproven players. This is evident in the Dynasty startup drafts that I've done this offseason. Dynasty Fantasy managers shove each other out of the way to use high draft picks on players who are more of a projection than a bankable asset. Even experienced Dynasty players generally have this major leak in their game. They are ages. The more Dynasty leagues you join, the more you observe this obsession with young players. Many Dynasty players, even experienced ones, make this error of loading up their rosters with hot breakout candidates who have not yet produced consistently in the NFL. In theory, you want a roster of young players who will have a longer shelf life of fantasy relevance. However, we reject aging players to an unhealthy extreme. 
As soon as a player turns 28 years old, we want to trade them off our roster, expecting to recoup full value as if that player was still 24 years old. There's a clinical term for this affliction. We call it sexy roster syndrome or SRS. Dynasty players get a feeling of euphoria from looking at their roster filled with players touted as the next big thing. The sobering moment for those afflicted with SRS is when the redraft rankings come out and the hot breakout prospect is seen for what he is, an unproven player with legitimate questions. For example, Seattle Seahawks rookie wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba is a second round pick in Dynasty League single quarterback. In redraft leagues, you will see JSN typically go around the 7th or 8th round, maybe the 6th round if he's aggressively drafted. He could certainly be one of the premier receivers in the league for the next half decade plus, but building your dynasty team around a projection is still suboptimal. There are multiple paths to building a winning dynasty fantasy football team. Anyone who tells you they have it figured out should basically be ignored. Because dynasty fantasy football is an ever-evolving game that differs significantly with player values from our redraft leagues. The main difference is the value of players. A player's value in redraft can be very different from how dynasty market values that same player in the same year. There's no better example than Keenan Allen in 2023, who will be 31 years old when the season kicks off. Keenan Allen has a large chasm between his dynasty average draft position of wide receiver 30-ish. Keenan Allen's age is driving his market value too low in dynasty startups. Keenan Allen is a prime example of how dynasty players are not valuing winning in the short term. Allen is a near lock for 1,000 yards and eight-ish touchdowns with that improved offense in L.A. The large gap in ADP is how sharp dynasty players can profit. The best fantasy forecasters do an average job at predicting what will happen in the season in front of us. How can we expect to predict what will happen three seasons from now. A player like Keenan Allen who has produced at an elite level for nearly a decade is as safe as a bet as we can make. There's a time to be wary of age with Hall of Fame players like Julio Jones, AJ Green, and T.Y. Hilton. Dynasty players just need to let the redraft market do all of the work for you. Those three players, which I just named, had ADPs outside of the top 60 wide receivers last year, yet they were still getting drafted. There was an obvious decline in production from the previous season. They still carried some name brand value. The aging player who has displayed a clear drop-off in production or players who have accumulated multiple injuries are safe to fade. An example would be if Jarvis Landry signed somewhere this year. He has seen a clear decline. He has age risk as well. Players who are still among the league leaders in the previous year's final ranks are projected to produce well in the upcoming season, represent a clear buy in Dynasty Fantasy Football. In conclusion, while many of your league mates and Dynasty players are in hot pursuit of unproven youth who suffer from sexy roster syndrome, we can exploit our edge with aging veterans. And we'll be back next week with another Dynasty Fantasy Football podcast. Don't, 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 don't,